Hello and welcome to the HR for Small Business podcast. This is your host, Brandon Laws. And today we're starting off the episode a little differently. We have an interview for you. Uh, it's with Susie Allegood. She is Zenium's Director of People Development and Culture. And she and I talk about social media, how employees are using it at home in their personal lives, at work, um, how it may be bleeding over into the workplace and kind of the effects of all that. So Susie says a lot of great stuff. This is a tough topic to kind of wrap your arms around. I think there there's there's no clear answers on a lot of this stuff, but I think, you know, we tackle the side that, you know, is, is not often talked about, which is how it affects relationships and, and those sort of things. So this is originally intended for video and we actually recorded it on video and that's why it sounds a little different, but I think you're really going to enjoy this. We felt it was better for audio. So we, it's about 10 to 15 minutes and, um, Really appreciate the support for all you loyal listeners out there. Thank you for the continued downloads and for giving us feedback and support. And for anybody new, welcome. And we appreciate the download and thanks for giving us a chance. So without further ado, here's the episode. Welcome to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast presented by Zenium HR. I'm your host, Brandon Laws. Whether you're an HR professional or a small business leader, each episode of this podcast is designed to bring you the latest in technical HR and leadership at your convenience. More content is available on our website at www.zeniumhr.com. Let's dive into today's topic. So Susie, we're here, the social media has been coming up quite a bit in, in the workplace. Employees have woven it in between their personal and professional lives. They sometimes use it at work, they use it at home. But between all the political postings, relationship-based stuff, it, sort of, it can bleed into the workplace. So I wanted to ask you, are there examples of where you've seen social media use by employees really impact in the workplace? Yes, on a regular basis. I've had a chance to talk to some of our HR business partners who work with various clients um, and also just talk to some other business owners. And uh, a couple of stories I can share. Uh, one in particular had to do with politics, and it was just before the election. A senior leader of a uh, well-known brand organization um, had strong opinions about President Trump and posted some rather disparaging remarks on his Facebook page, not thinking uh, much about the fact that he was connected on Facebook as a friend um, with some clients. And one particular influential client was offended and called the corporation and complained. And, and the comment that the senior leader had made had a threatening tone to it. And so uh, he was subsequently terminated from his position. So that was an unfortunate situation. We've also had other challenges, whether it be with managers or even HR folks who have accepted friend requests or are friends on Facebook with employees. A couple scenarios come up in that case where one, the manager sees or learns something about that individual. So for example, one employee posted that they liked 
something related to medical marijuana or pictures of the employee partying, you know, and that affected that manager's judgment and opinion of that employee to the point where the manager started scrutinizing. Well, that's a perception is reality uh, situation. A little bit more. And then a, a recent situation where an HR manager was responding to an employee complaint about a manager with whom she was friends on Facebook mm. with. This manager was accused of discrimination. It's a pretty sticky situation that may result in some litigation. And the conversation came up about, hey, here we have an HR manager who is investigating this complaint and supporting the employer in coming up with a recommendation for remedial action, yet she is friends with this manager on Facebook. So is she truly objective? And if this does go to litigation and she's deposed, could that potentially come up and her credibility or the employer's credibility? So there's all these blurred lines and questions about how connected do we as employers or representative or representatives of employers get with our employees and what can we require or what should we communicate to our employees about what's okay or what's not okay? Yeah, I mean, what's that's a, that's a good segue. What is actually possible? I mean, because it sounds like for employees, it's more of a self-awareness issue. Like, okay, maybe I should be cognizant who I'm connected with and what I'm posting. With Facebook, you can actually control who's seen some of the things. Maybe it's just a matter of turning things off about who can, can actually see your post, but I don't think employees would go that far. What can employers do to chat with the employee about, hey, maybe you should not be doing this, or I mean, what can they do under the law? There are a lot of things to consider. So one, employers need to know what rights employees have yeah. with regard to workplace communication and workplace communication extends onto social media. So for example, if an employee is engaging in a conversation on social media, even saying negative remarks about the employer, my manager is a jerk, uh, this company sucks, we get paid terribly, the benefits you know, are unfair. A lot of times when managers see that or become aware of it, they have an emotional reaction, right? Defense and, and some employers who aren't aware of employees' rights under the National Labor Relations Act, employees have rights to participate in a concerted activity where they're discussing working conditions, positively or negatively. Managers who aren't trained may take some punitive action against that employee, which would be a violation of well, the, of the yeah, National so what, Relations let's, Act. Let's chat about that. What's protected and what's not under social yeah. media? Yeah. So a couple of things. In Oregon, employers, number one, can't ask an employee to provide their password for social mm. media. So they can't directly request to view what's on their page. Number two, Oregon employers can't require employees to have a social media page, and especially post stuff about the company or advertise yeah, for the company. Yeah. So that's the employee's right to do that on their own. Employees, like I said, have the right to comment, whether it be in the workplace or on social media, about working conditions. And if one or more other employees are involved in that conversation, whether you're a union employer or not, is considered protected. Anything that an employee posts that is directed towards an employee that is hostile, threatening, or violates the workplace policies on anti-discrimination and harassment can definitely be investigated and enforced by the employer. So the employer doesn't have carte blanche to yeah. say, hey, 
we don't like what you post on Facebook that negatively impacts the company or you know we're upset about it so we're going to discipline or terminate you but what they need to do is they need to evaluate on a case-by-case basis make sure that they're not infringing upon the employees rights under the National Labor Relations Act and if there is a comment that again is um, a violation of discrimination or harassment or workplace violence policies they can based on facts hold the employee accountable to that policy yeah. violation of that policy so I guess that that's really talking about how do we react to uh, each situation we take it on a case-by-case yes. basis but there's got to be something that we could do on a preventative plan. So if employers are going to do something to prevent some of these issues from happening, what can they even do? You know, the first thing, and I learned how complex this is just from doing research, but the first thing is to understand what are the laws within your state or even city pertaining to uh, workplace communication and just employee protection. So interestingly, you know, in Oregon, we don't have political ideology yeah. or affiliation as a protected class. So if an employee was um, disciplined or terminated because they were treating someone negatively based on their political affiliation or they were causing problems in the workplace, conflict, and even after coaching would not stop and it was based on purely political opinion, there's not a technical regulation or protection under the law. However, in California and in a lot of other states, political affiliation and ideology is protected. Mm -hmm. Seattle, not necessarily Washington, but Seattle has an ordinance that protects an employee's political ideology. So I think, number one, you need to understand or leverage HR or resource to understand, okay, what are the rights of employees within my location? And then really proactively, you know, aside from having social media policies that are reviewed by legal and don't overstep the employee's rights, it's really leading with your values and clearly communicating how we want to treat each other in this company and how, you know, respect for others and integrity and maybe inclusion, if that's something that's important to your organization. How are we supporting and holding each other accountable to that every day? And if there is a situation where an employee says something (laughs) that's on the edge or offensive to someone, coaching, you know, helping people with some, to gain some tools and knowledge to coach their peers, or certainly managers coach their employees on, hey, you know, you may be having this political discussion or debate with this employee, and while it doesn't cross the line in terms of being a violation of policy, it's creating some dissension or concern for that person, and it's not conducive to the team, the team environment and our values. And so, you know, this may be an opportunity for you to be more self-aware. You said something earlier about the lines being blurred between, you know, personal, professional, and just overlap with social media causes. And I think it's only getting blurrier, if that's even really a word. I mean, it just seems like managers and leaders of companies really need to start communicating with their employees about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, and then just do the best you can. Yeah, so a couple of examples I use, because people... People, when they're home alone or they're outside of work and they're on their social media, you sometimes lose that feeling of connection to work. So you don't realize the impact of that behavior. I mean, and we talked about that one instance where that senior leader at that company posted that one thing that lost him his job or could even be repeating something offensive that a political candidate says and all of a sudden you've violated workplace policy, right? Or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. 
managers have the authority, usually within the scope of their job, to make decisions on hiring, pay, termination, those types of things, promotion. And so they, you want to be seen as fair and as and objective as possible. Getting too involved with employees, whether yeah. it's going out for drinks after work on a regular basis, being close personal friends with your subordinate employees, or being friends on Facebook or Instagram, that makes those boundaries a little looser. And it can not only influence your decision making, we're all human and we have biases, but it also, from a third party perspective, can make you look less credible and objective in your role. So a lot of employers are really discouraging uh, managers from being friends with people on social media, just like you would say in a leadership training, you know, you want to have professional boundaries with your employees and you don't want to, you know, it's okay to be friendly, but not necessarily friends, close friends, because that makes your role more challenging and difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, this is an interesting discussion and I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it. I think it's, as time goes on, it's only going to become more complicated. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's so much gray area. There's, it's hard to control every behavior by an employee. So I think people just need to pay attention to to it and seek counsel or seek somebody like Xenium to help out. Yeah, and I think particularly things are volatile right now because of all the media and yeah, stuff going absolutely. on with politics. So unfortunately, we're in a time where there are very uh, strong positions yeah. <laughs> that people have and people are openly expressing how they feel. And so while on a face value, a comment or post may not be a violation of policy or may not be unlawful in any way, it could end up alienating people or uh, whether it's clients or other employees. And so it's just being responsible and knowing that, okay, if I'm connected to clients or other employees, maybe I should pause and think about, okay, if I post this, what perception might that create for other people and how it might affect me in my job. Or maybe I choose just to have really good boundaries and not have friend connections yeah. with my clients and, and employees. Yeah, because there's times where you do these one-off posts or you like something or comment. Mm-hmm. But uh, something I've learned in marketing is that repetition becomes sort of the reality that you've created. Mm-hmm. So if you're worrying about your personal brand, you do something enough, people will start to perceive you as being you know, on this side or that side or just that you're always doing this. So yeah. you have to be very careful, I think, what, what you're posting and then also who you're connected to. Well, right. I mean, I think about we're a business consulting firm. So, you know, one of the value propositions for our clients is that we provide third-party objective HR. And if we have behavior that questions our ability to be objective or credible, then that devalues what we're offering, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I think it's definitely something for professionals, especially as you're talking about understanding your brand and how you come across yeah. to be mindful of. Well, great. This is a good discussion. Thanks, Susie. I appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for listening to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our blog at www.zeniumhr.com forward slash blog and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to hear about the latest in HR and leadership. The information on today's episode is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as legal or customized advice for you or your organization. 
This podcast is hosted and fully produced by Brandon Laws, that's me, and created and owned by Zenium Resources, Inc. For more information or to contact us, visit www.zeniumhr.com.